Welcome to another Moment with Matt, with State Representative Matt Dowling of the 51st Legislative District in Fayette and Somerset Counties. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Dowling. Welcome to another report to your constituents. And we'd like to talk this week about a recent state government committee meeting in which you're discussing election audits. Now, obviously, a lot of people had a lot of questions about what happened in our most recent election and we're just trying to get good information. What is the latest here, and, and what are we going to be trying to find out? Well, you know, I, I think I've said this before, but I like to always start off by saying, you know, I, I don't know that there was anything malicious that happened in our past election, but we want people to trust the process. We want them to have faith in the integrity of our elections, and that's why this series of hearings is taking place at all. And uh, we may have some legislative changes that come from this. We may have some best practices that counties start to abide by and the Department of State um, abides by and gives some better directives. Um, but we're all working together to kind of figure out what happened or didn't happen and how can we make people more comfortable in the process. So currently, our counties perform uh, what I like to kind of term a 2% audit. And that means that they take 2% of their votes or 2,000 votes, whatever is less, and they do kind of a hand count and audit after the election has happened. Now, there's no statutory guidance on which ballot types should be included in the audit. It's kind of a little bit of a free-for-all, and I'm not saying that that's negative on the Department of State or the counties. You know, as legislators, we haven't given them directive on how to do it. We just said, look at 2% of your uh, ballots and, and kind of inspect them. There's a lot of other things that could take place to audit an election. And I think one of the other things that I should clarify is the fact that we're calling these audits. But if you, uh, if you work in the nonprofit industry, uh, some of your businesses, if you have an audit done, it's done by a third party. And these you know, so-called audits are kind of what I would refer to as an internal look back because they're done by the same people that counted the votes in the first place. So I think right there is is part of the problem we have. You know, there's no accusations being made. It's just we want things to be accurate. And, and, and folks might be so close to problems they don't even see them. Absolutely. You know, so sometimes it's good to have that third party. So that's the first thing is we're kind of moving forward. We want to look at and, and have discussions. And, and I'll be honest with you, our counties aren't opposed to this. There are some questions about how do we bear this burden financially if we have to hire an outside firm, and that's a good thing to talk about. So we're starting out right now, a 2% audit is what's done. In November, the state of Pennsylvania, being one of the first in the country, started with a risk-limiting audit. And uh, these are a little bit different. 63 of our counties out of the 67 participated this year, and they looked at a statistical sample of over 45,000 randomly selected ballots from the November 3rd general election. So it was a higher number that they're looking at, and they were looking at things a little bit differently. I will say the counties that did this did a phenomenal job, but there are some things I'd like to see kind of in the future. Before an election, there's the calibration of election machines. And if you come from a nonprofit background like myself, you know that when you have your third-party audit done, they don't just look at the numbers. They look at inventory. They look at, you know, the condition of, uh, of assets that are permanent. So, you know, your desk may have a number on the bottom of it, and they come by and they look at it. Government, we do the same thing. So auditing the election should be more 
than just looking at the numbers, looking at ballots. We have that pre-calibration of machines. There really should be a post look at those machines to make sure that settings weren't changed, there was no issue in that regard. You know, and, and if you have a third party, then they could give you qualifying statements saying these are the things that you as a county should look at changing. So we really delved into at this hearing, how are we doing audits? You know, we're doing the 2%, counties are doing them. We've added this risk limiting audit, which is a higher percentage. They're looking at things a little bit differently, but we still could give some more legislative guidance. And this is one of the things I look to come out of these, these hearings. You know, I, I, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or an independent. You want to know that your vote counted. You know, we've been saying that for the last 50, 60 years. Every vote counts. There is a margin of error in humanity. But these audits make sure that that is as limited as possible or that it doesn't happen at all. And, you know, one of the things I heard last week is maybe our margin of error has been, not just in the 2020 election, but before that, has been higher than it should be. So we want to close that gap as much as possible because really and truthfully, uh, in my mind, every single vote should count. The other thing we'd like to talk about this week, Matt, is the COVID vaccine update. There's a task force that you have formed on this, and we just wanted to make sure the latest information gets out there. What is the, the latest on what's going on here? How can folks find out where they can get their shot? Well, first and foremost, I'll just take a second to say that our county commissioners and our emergency management have done a great job with their foresight in creating this task force, which we as legislators have joined into. You know, they unveiled something new this week, uh, earlier this week, and that is a list where you can put your name. We've been getting calls from people for weeks saying, we want the vaccine, where can we find it? We're trying to help as much as possible. But now there's a list that you can be put on and be notified. And you can get to that list by going to www.fayettecountypa.org, click on the yellow COVID-19 box, then choose individual registration, and you'll complete a registration form there to give your pertinent information. Um, You know, doses have come into the county. The county uh, emergency management and this task force has been phenomenal working with the Uniontown Hospital and WVU Medicine in setting up a, uh, a distribution location. The old Burlington uh, store in the Uniontown Mall has been set up with social distancing and volunteer nurses and doctors that are uh, giving those vaccines as we can get them into the county. So we're still pushing to get more vaccines, but uh, I think the first step now for many people is getting on this list. Again, www.fayettecountypa.org. Click on the yellow COVID-19 box, then choose individual registration. This has been another Moment with Matt. 